0: Welcome to another episode of Amen Brother Ben. This is the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. We are kicking off Holy Week, not only in on this show, but in Christianity as we march towards the cross, the empty tomb, and the single most important event in the history of the world. I hope this week you are spending a little extra time in the word, and maybe this will give you a chance or you know, a, a couple pointers here on how to spend your time this week, preparing your hearts for Easter. As much as there's lots of other good traditional things happening, the most important thing we can do is put all that aside and first and foremost, hear from God and prepare our hearts to celebrate this event that is... Well, it's the cornerstone of all that we do. If there's no Easter, if there's no cross. If there's no empty tomb, then there's no Christianity. There's no salvation. All this is for nothing. And so that's why we put so much emphasis on this. And so uh, depending on your denominational upbringing, um, they do a lot of things in churches centered around Holy Week. And I wanted to talk about Jesus's very eventful week leading up to his crucifixion and resurrection. So for each day this week, we're going to look at some of the things that Jesus got up to that led, uh, in a pretty, you when know, it escalated pretty quickly this week for Jesus. Uh, he was already heading there and he knew where he was going. Uh, and yet it all kind of kicked off when he showed up in Jerusalem on a donkey, uh, on Palm Sunday. And I preached about that a little bit yesterday. If you want to follow the link in the description and watch the sermon, it talks a little bit about some of the stuff we're going to be talking about today, but I wanted to, to dive in a little deeper on this act of cleansing the temple. This is something Jesus did on Monday. And we jokingly said, Jesus was having a a case of the Mondays. Have you ever wanted to walk into your workplace and just flip tables and drive people out yeah but that that would be sinful of us right but this was not sinful of jesus this is a, a, a often talked about event um where jesus went in and you can read about this in luke 19 in uh matthew 21 and in mark 11 so all the three of the four gospels have you know kind of a different uh viewpoints on this and, and so, tell very similar stories about this um but what from according to what we read, Jesus comes in, he sees the money changers, he sees the people selling, because this is Passover week, and so that means there's a lot of people traveling, and they need to make sacrifices. Under the old system, they needed to sacrifice some animals uh, to make up for their sins, and so again, this is before Jesus did his thing, so this was the system that God was uh, demanding of them, and so a lot of times you can't travel with an oxen or with animals, or anything like that, and so there would be people buying and selling and changing money from different places uh, so that people could go into the temple, which is where God's presence was at that time, where his presence made itself manifest the most, and uh, and they would sacrifice to God in obedience to what he has called them to do. But Jesus went in there, and he started wrecking shop. Now, there's a couple things about this that we need to understand uh, that I think are apt get maybe twisted and distorted. Uh, this is something I talked about briefly on Sunday, that, that Jesus turning over the tables is not an excuse for you, Christian, to be a jerk. I may have used another word in the sermon, but that's okay. Uh, I, this is not your excuse to put your behind on your shoulders and, and, and be rude and unloving and loud towards people, right? This is not your license to do this for a couple of reasons. One, this was the exception to Jesus's behavior not the rule Jesus most of the time was passive was non-violent um, he did say some things that hurt feelings at times but uh, the, he wasn't it's not like every other week he's going around you know uh, destroying temple spaces this was a one-time thing by the way this was also premeditated um, it was in I can't remember I didn't have it pulled up to denote which one but in one of the gospels it it Tells us that he actually stopped by the temple the day before, looked around, and then left and came back. So it was like he saw what was going on. And so what he did wasn't just flying off the, the handle, ticked off at everybody, but it was premeditated. Jesus thought through this. He, he did this for a reason. Um, and I think one of those reasons was to rouse up his enemy, to rouse up the teachers of the religious law. He was trying to uh, accelerate this this uh, crucifixion. As crazy as it sounds, as much as Jesus and his human side did not want to, as we'll see later in the week, he didn't want to be crucified. But he knew he needed to make some bold statements uh, in order to get his enemy's attention. So when you're so if you think you you can go around and, and act like a jerk and flip tables and 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 act like Jesus did uh, all the time in this one situation, know that you're that what that does is it riles up your enemies, and then you're going to go, why is everyone so mean to me? Why why am I such a controversial figure? Well, it's because you do that on purpose, right? So that's one thing about the, this whole flipping temple thing. Again, this is one of my favorite stories because it shows Jesus, you know, how uh, to. Ha- he, he wasn't panting pro V soft cheeks, you know, puppy dog and rainbow Jesus. He was a man, right? I like that, but he, let's not get this twisted. Let's not, you know, put an NRA, uh, sticker on him and, and say he was just going around being a jerk. Cause he wasn't, that was not a sinful thing that he did. Um, number two though, apparently Jesus needed to do some spring cleaning. I explained yesterday in my sermon that one of the reasons that he was not sinful in doing this is he was driving out not just random people doing their own thing, but there were people taking advantage of the people of God. There were these money changers that were that were tricking them into uh, and and they were making a profit off of that. And then there were these these cattlemen that were selling uh, livestock and stuff to sacrifice at exorbitant rates. And so they were trying to profit off of the practice of you know a relationship with God. And Jesus was having none of it. And so he and this was not what God's vision for His temple was okay and so w- sometimes we we need we need to, we need to l- make sure that we are keeping our eyes on the things in our own churches and more importantly in our own lives that, that we have let go on for too long. see God has a, a vision for what he wants your church to look like. God has a vision for he wants what he wants your life and your thoughts uh, and, and your relationship with him to look like. Um, and I think, this is a great opportunity for us to do some spring cleaning. Jesus, because Jesus was preparing in that moment, and, and as he went along the week, he was preparing to do for us what no one else could do, to be the one pure sacrifice to pay for all of our sinful lives and our sinful selves. So in, in return, the least we can do is, is maybe cleanse our own temples this week, right? Maybe you need to overturn your laziness, Maybe you need to overturn the faithless fears, the the lies that you believe about yourself and about others and the 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 hopelessness and the bitterness that that have just kind of slowly but surely taken over your own temple. Maybe we need to drive out the the lust and the pride and the jealousy and the impatience and the demandingness and the selfishness and the idolatry that we have let take over the pure, holy, redeemed temples that Jesus died for. We need to do some spring cleaning. We need to drive some things out of our lives this week so that we can worship God uh, and, and, and celebrate Resurrection Sunday as it deserves to be celebrated. So we can make room for the good things, for the forgiveness, for the restoration, for the love, the joy, the peace, the hope that comes from that empty tomb and what it delivered to us. So take some time today and for the rest of this week, drive out what you need to drive out so you can make room for Jesus this Easter.